Welcome to Crawl Space. I'm Tim here today with Lance. Lance, how's it going today? It is going fantastic today, Tim. It's been a marvelous week here at Crawl Space Media. Very productive time. I hope everyone listening is doing spectacular. Speaking of productive times, I don't think I can go on any further without knowing, how are you? <laughs> I am simply marvelous, Lance. Uh, just echoing the word that you used. I'm doing great here today. Even better because we speak to two good friends, two fun and funny people that we get to joke around with in this episode and then on the road this year, this summer. It's Maggie Freeling, Pulitzer Prize winner Maggie Whoa. Freeling, and true crime-obsessed Patrick Hines. Just such a fun conversation. We did this as a pop-up live episode, so it was a random day in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day, and we just popped in and had this conversation. Honestly, we haven't really had a conversation for the public between the four of us in a long time, and with the shows coming up in August... We needed to uh, sort of kick up the dust a little bit on this and show everyone the rapport that we have. And by rapport, I mean we basically laugh at what Patrick says. And that's how this entire conversation <laughs> plays out. Uh, we do try to get a couple of jokes in there. And apologies if Patrick's voice sometimes maxes out. It just happens. So you might want to... Uh, <laughs> Be aware that as he's speaking, you might have to pull the uh, earbud out a little bit. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, yeah, these, these two are always fun to talk with, and we are hitting the road with Patrick and Maggie this August. We've got five show dates. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've done this show before where we speak about the Oxygen documentary, The Disappearance of Maura Murray, and a little bit about our independent documentary, Finding Maura Murray. There's no new information. We just get made fun of for our involvement essentially not because of uh we're trying to highlight Morris case but because of um what we're wearing in the episodes things like that it's a little bit of a roast vibe but it's a lot of fun starting august 3rd in orlando florida and then august 6th in atlanta georgia and then from there we uh take a break and we resume on august 18th thursday august 18th where we are in saint paul minnesota and then we go to dallas texas on august 20th and it's revealed in this episode that patrick is a student of history oh that's right and is pretty obsessed with the uh, kennedy assassination so there might be a daily square appearance well i really hope so that would be uh Interesting to go check that out in Dallas. And then on Sunday, August 21st, we're going to Houston. And you can check out all these show dates, this information, and buy your tickets at truecrimeobsessed.com. Click the little link that says See Us Live. So we hope to see you this August. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I just realized why they threw in this Minnesota date. It's because we're going to be in Florida and Atlanta, Georgia, the beginning of August. So let's go to Minnesota, cool off for a couple days. Bring the body temperature back down before we ramp it up even more when we go to Texas. I'm thinking the humidity might be, uh, it could be a little wild in St. Paul anyway. It's probably a little humid, yeah. So by the end of this, we're, we're each going to have lost like 30 pounds just in water weight. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you really enjoy this episode. And uh, before we play it, just want to let you know about Crawl Space Premium. It's where we do a bonus show called the Crawl Space Crypt. It is weekly, and you get that on Crawl Space Premium. And you also get every single episode of Crawl Space ad-free. And you can check it out at crawlspace.supportingcast.fm. And why wouldn't you go and do that? I know you wake up in the morning, you pour yourself a cup of coffee. If it rolls around in your brain, how much? that cup of coffee costs pretty much the same okay everybody thanks a lot for listening please follow us on social media at crawlspace pod on twitter or crawlspace podcast 
on other platforms. And we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Thanks to our sponsors. And now we're back to the program. What do you want to we know about Kevin live. Bacon? Yeah. <laughs> we are off and running. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, yeah. we are being joined here on this spontaneous live show by Pulitzer Prize winner Maggie Freeling and Patrick Hines of True Crime Obsessed. Hi. How you guys? How's it going? Getting ready to take the show out on the road. I know. It's so soon. Tim's got his interview voice on. He's We're in it now, fam. We're in it now. Timmy and Lancey, you guys are so cute. You just get cuter and cuter every time I see you. They get grayer and grayer every time we see them. No, that's blue. His hair is blue. It was definitely not to cover up the gray. (laughs) Can't wait for the shenanigans on the road. Yeah, so what are we doing? We're hitting the road in August. Yeah, we're hitting the road. So we're going We're going to Orlando on the... Th- I'm reading this off your backdrop to me. So we're going to Orlando on the 3rd, <laughs> Atlanta on the 6th, St. Paul on the 18th, Dallas on the 20th, and then Houston on the 21st, you guys. Why not go to the South in August? You know what I mean? It's been a lifelong goal of mine to visit Dealey Square in Dallas. Lancey, that's the whole thing. So I, w- in our original schedule, we didn't have time in Dallas. We were like, it was a quick stopover but now we have a whole day let's go together can we solve the babouche between now and then can we figure out who was the babushka lady we could certainly try timmy does not know about the babushka lady look at the look on that face you guys oh god oh god we don't have enough time okay if you google the babushka lady she was a woman who was probably standing the closest to the motorcade on the morning of the shooting and she had a camera she never came forward and was never identified So we don't know who she is, but she likely has, like, better footage than the Zapruder film. But you can see her in the Zapruder film, right? Her face is obscured. You can't see you. Most of the shots of her are only from behind. Wow, I like that. Now I'm going to get deep in this. Timmy, how do you not know about the babushk? Can we do a photo? Are you as the babushka lady photo shoot when we're down there? I think we just found my costume for Dallas. I think we just found it. Wow. Oh my God, I'm coming out as the babushka lady. Can we come out on stage in a motorcade? Oh, Tim's got the Kennedy hair. Is this just, is this not tasteful? I was going to say, could be poor taste. We'll see. We walk the line. Could be too soon. We walk, could be too, too soon. <laughs> Where was uh, Lincoln assassinated? The Ford Theater in Virginia? Indeed, Lance. You guys, it's like, okay, all right, yes. It was D.C. We should go to the Ford Theater, and then we could do the recreation, because I think enough time's passed between Lincoln's assassination and today. Like a century you gotta wait, yeah. I'll go wherever you want to go, as long as we can all hold hands. We're gonna hold hands in Dealey Square. That is like... Why continue with anything else? So everyone knows Jillian's not coming with us. It's just us. We used to open the show with like me and Jillian doing like a 15 minute like bit and then we'd bring you guys out. I was thinking instead of doing that, we could open with a game where we incorporate the audience where like people come up and like play a game with us. What do you think? Nodding emphatically. Brush up on your true crime trivia because that's oh what it's going to be. If I didn't know the babushka lady, I'm in trouble. Now there's going to be a specific babushka lady question. Yes. Maybe she'll be in the crowd. How do you spell babushka? B-A-B-U-S-H-K-A. Babushka? Babushka? What are we the most excited about on tour? I honestly, like, these shows, I've, I've described them to people as, like, we're on stage and we just don't stop laughing. We laugh with the audience yeah. and everyone is in on this moment. It just feels very family to me. But, I mean, because my answer was snuggling. I was, I'm most looking forward <laughs> oh. to snuggling. So 
I mean, you went in a different direction. That's okay. That's I did. fine. It's been a while since we've done this. And, you know, there. I actually, there are, like, things to talk about, like, updates in the case. The whole point of this is to sort of, like, recap that, that six-part documentary that y'all did and kind of skewer the documentary, make fun of you guys a little bit, and be together. I'm very excited. It's a ton of fun every time we do it. The jokes never get old. We did it at the Bell House here in New York, right? Was oh, that the first yeah. time? Yeah. Like years and years ago before the pandemic. And then right like in the middle of the pandemic, we did it at the Wilbur in Boston. And we updated it. And I remember watching you guys during like the update, like during like the new stuff that we added. And you guys... You guys thought it was all so fun. Like, I was more into watching your reactions than watching even the audience's reactions because it's just very silly. I've been to many shows at the Wilbur to see comedians and to see other live acts. And it's so surreal when you're from the other side. You walk yeah. out, you're seeing that perspective. What made me laugh even more was just all I was doing. Because a lot of people would be like, that, that's a lifelong dream of mine to, to be at the, you know, on stage a sold out show at the Wilbur. It's like all I did was laugh. Like, I, I <laughs> never would have said years ago i wouldn't have been uh -huh. like all i need to do is go out there and laugh it's true no you guys are such good sports and like the wilbur it really is the best theater boston is a great audience the audience was pretty amazing maggie had gotten all of these death threats too casual death threats you know just monday <laughs> and i remember saying to jillian like it's okay we're like we're like 15 feet from her i think we're okay i remember the head of security that night going no one's going to die tonight. They took it really seriously. And the guy's name is Johnny. They would like escort me everywhere. I'm like, this I know. Is great. I'm like really special right now. Like no one talks to me because I have an escort. It's like wonderful. I know. My God. Let's do that again. Let's like just continually say I have death threats. So I always have. I know. Escort. Let's also knock it off with the death threats. You know what I mean? Aren't we just trying to find her? We're like, what the hell is going on? Exactly. Ugh. The show really kind of has like a uh, like a roast element to it. Normally when people are getting made fun of in a show, they're not also there for the audience to <laughs> yeah. watch. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, no, you guys so, are right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, I think, a very enjoyable uh, element for are the Are all of them sold out? Dallas and St. Paul are very, very close to being sold out. Houston, Orlando are, are like also close-ish to being sold out. And then Atlanta's wide open. Come out and see us, Atlanta. God. Wow, Atlanta, what's up? I know. What, we got to get Payne Lindsay on stage to get some tickets moving here? <laughs> You know what? That's not a bad idea. I was going to say, you never know who might show up. He comes to our shows a lot, actually. Like, whenever we do one in, um, in like, a, like wherever there's, like, a festival, he'll come. He's a good sport. Yeah, he is a good sport. Oh, well, speaking of festivals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Are we about to talk about Obsessed Fest? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> Before that, I got to get it out of the way. What is your shirt, Maggie? I've been looking at Cannibal Corpse here. Oh, yeah. It's a band. Oh. It's an old band. You don't know Cannibal Corpse, Lance? I guess you're not cool. Obviously, as you guys know, it's 2 p.m. I'm still in my pajamas, so I wasn't aware I was wearing this. So. I woke up at 3.50 a.m. this morning and started working. I woke up at 3.50 so I could be sitting at my desk by 4. Wow. I was going to actually text you at 4 a.m., actually. and I decided Were you up? Yeah, I was up. Up as in like you hadn't gone to bed yet or up as in like- No, I wake up to pee like every like few hours. So it was my four o'clock pee. And I was like, oh, I have something to ask Patrick. I should text him now because I know he's awake. Well, well, wait, what did you have to ask me? Um, It was the stuff I texted you that's private and I don't need everyone listening to know about. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, right, well. just mention it. Just ask again. Oh my God. 
You see, this is what you can come to expect. Patrick was just about to start to talk about Obsessed Fest. I interrupt. Somehow we know Maggie's pee schedule and <laughs> private life in less than a minute. It's true. Obsessed Fest. Obsessed Fest. So it's a big, like, true crime fan convention that's happening September 31st, October 2nd at the Hyatt Regency in Columbus, Ohio. Everyone pictured here will be there and it's going to be so fun. It's like during the day it's going to be like fun programming panels and meet and greets. We're doing karaoke. Jillian's going to do like a Taylor Swift sing-along. And then at night we're doing live shows. We're doing four live shows in two days. Friday night, the first show is going to be Scamfluencers and then the second show is Obsessed with Disappeared and then on Saturday, the first live show is Morbid and then TCO True Crime Obsessed is closing it out. Sunday morning Morning, we're closing out the whole festival with like a, this epic drag brunch. That drag brunch is gonna be crazy. I think we're hiring like eight or nine drag performers. It's gonna be like 900 people. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be amazing. If there's one thing that you want me to do, stripathon, a Lancey stripathon. No, okay, never mind. <laughs> we definitely want you guys to do stuff. Yeah, Lance wants to be a part of the drag brunch, I think. I will serve food, I will pour coffee. No, you're just gonna be guests. Just come and sit at a table with listeners. <laughs> Why does Lance think he's working the drag run? I, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'll scramble the eggs. Like, I'll make the eggs Benedict. Hollandaise. I got it. Why is Lance taking orders? <laughs> he, Lance, I don't know. I'm like confused. We're like, Lance, what are you doing? He's like, I don't. I, I guess I, I don't know. What am I I'm waiting tables. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just regress. Like, yeah, I always regress yeah. back to, like, early days where, okay, well, I'm here. I might as well help. <laughs> might as well, <laughs> might as well totally. pour refills. <laughs> I'm going to do some table checks. <laughs> might as well help. Oh, God. Promise me you're both coming to the drag brunch. Yes. Yes, promise. It's going to be so good. And we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Thanks to our sponsors, and now we're back to the program. What else can people expect at our live shows other than just skewering? I have this vision for a game. Two tables, two bells, right? So it's like Maggie and an audience member. I flash a question or I flash a person, like an image on the screen. It's like, who is this person? And the first person to like ding the bell gets to answer. If the person from the audience gets it right, they get to stay. And then like we either rotate the host or we rotate the audience until we go through the questions. And then we determine who was the winner somehow. Fun, right? That's yeah. going to be a blast. Yeah. I'm already thinking about ways to cheat. Sounds just like you, Lancey. I was just going to ask, are we actually going to hit any roller coasters or anything fun in Orlando? That's true, Patrick. I want to know about, like, are we having fun times? Absolutely fun times. We have some time. We're in Orlando on the 3rd, and we're not in Atlanta till the 6th, so we got, like, two days. Perfect. Are we going to Harry Potter World? I mean, do I have to be the one to say that? Yeah, we should. Are we going to hit Disney? Is that a thing? Oh, my God. We could do Disney. Or, like, the other one. What's, like, the Bush Gardens or whatever? Is that better? I feel like that's easier. What's Bush Gardens? That has more roller coasters. Yeah, that's uh -huh. fun there. Oh, I thought that was like an adult getaway or something. Never mind. Yeah, for some reason <laughs> I went to like Bush Beer. <laughs> no, it is. It is Bush Beer. It's the same company. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think. I, I believe it is. Definitely the same spelling. How did I become the, 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 the theme park expert? Has anyone ever been to St. Paul before? No. Yes. No. Lancey, what'd you do in St. Paul? Back in my events working days, uh, we did an event at one of the, um, at, I think there's only one convention center there. So we set up an event for um, Bauer, like hockey equipment. Was it fun? No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. It was like end of February. Dude, it is like oh, yeah. negative 25 degrees uh -huh. there. And everything is interconnected with like walkways, like in between buildings. So you don't really have to go outside if you don't 
need it's to. It's that cold? Buffalo's like that too, yeah. If you live in a place with like connected walkways, you need to move. If you live in a place that is so cold that you literally can't go outside for months at a time, you gotta move. We noticed that everyone was walking with a limp, and I realized it's because their tendons must have froze in their <laughs> in their legs or something. <laughs> I will say, though, this, the people there were amazing. The restaurant scene was surprisingly great. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it's a beautiful city, but end of February, that'll test you. We were just in Columbus. We were looking at the Space for Obsessed Fest. Columbus is amazing, you guys. It is. Yeah. I was actually like pleasantly surprised when I went there. You guys know the Brian Schaefer case, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mags and I are working on a podcast about it. Mags, you know we're working on a podcast about that. Right? No. Also, that was my face. I was like, do they not know Brian Schaefer case? The Brian Schaefer case is so, but you know, that's the whole, like, he walked into a bar and never came out. When I was there uh, scoping out the, the place for Obsessed Fest, I went to the mall where he was last seen. It's crazy. It's such a crazy case. Yeah. Are there like uh, other spots in these other cities that we can visit, I guess, dark tourism wise or, or ghost tours? Ghost tours. You know, there's some shit in Atlanta, right? There's definitely some shit in Atlanta. Maggie, what have you been up to? I'm actually just been going to the beach a lot. We're working on the Brian Schaefer thing slowly and I'm between seasons of wrongful conviction. So I actually have time to chill right now, which is. I love that you're a beach person. That always surprises me. Do you ride your motorcycle over there? Yeah, sometimes it like because the beach gets crazy traffic. So it's actually significantly faster. It cuts out like a half hour if you if I take the motorcycle. I didn't even know you had a motorcycle. Where has he been? You guys just meeting for the first time. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's going to be the one that we have to worry about getting to the flights and stuff on time? Probably you. Me? <laughs> oh, no. I am punctual to a fault. I will be I'll be there like an hour before you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but I feel like you always have some like crazy crisis happen. So I feel like some like fucked up shit's going to happen and you're we're going to be worried about you. Oh yeah. god. I think all of us are really punctual when it comes to traveling. Yeah. yeah. I am the epitome of like streamlined when I fly. I, I have my shoes off and my belt off and everything out of my pockets like in line. Are you not pre-check? You guys don't have pre-check? Hey, I, we're with the masses. We're with the oh, common God. folks. I, I've, I've upgraded to clear. Now all I need is my eyes. <laughs> Shit. I counted. I'm going to be on over 50 airplanes this year. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Easy. Making up for some lost time I with know. COVID uh, non-travel. I know. I know. I went bananas. You know, our network, we made seven shows over the over 2020 because we were like, I needed a place to put my creative energy. And now I'm like, I will go out into the world and see people. Anybody who knows like haunted tours or haunted anything in Atlanta, send it our way because uh, a lot of stuff is coming up and I think that might be fun. Well, I guess St. Paul, too. So St. Paul is Minneapolis. It's the same thing, basically. The Twin Cities. Yeah, the Twin Cities. They're like, they're like attached to each other. So that'll be fun. There's a lot of cool stuff in Minneapolis. Oh, I'm going to drag you guys to a gay bar some night somewhere. Can we do that every night? I don't think any of us are trying to prowl. In it. <laughs> True Crime Obsessed is touring uh, England. Is that, uh, you're going to London? We're just going to London. We're, we have a show on the 22nd of July at Cadogan Hall. And then we're going to be, we're going to stay for like a week. I'm very excited. We didn't know like how well that was going to sell. We're like, do we have a lot of fans in London? Like who knows? And we sold it out pretty quick. It's like over 800 seats. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. Cadogan Hall. Pronounced Cadogan. It looks like Cadogan, but it's Cadogan. Oh, I love it. I love you said it like you were ordering like a cruller. Like a <laughs> like you're ordering like a light and sweet. Damn, I have nothing Kedugan. going on that day. I want to go. Come to London, Mags. I would love to. Just that's like tomorrow. Trip to London. 
<laughs> yeah, we booked it like, I don't know, five months ago. And it felt like forever from now. And now it's like in like a week and a half. That's great. This summer is flying by. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. I want to be on tour with you guys. I want I that to happen. But at the same time, I'm like, well, once that's done, that's like the summer, summer. Like, that's I it. Know. I know. Ugh. I know. I know. Hey, we should all take a hike to the coordinates. <laughs> should we just go back up and revisit, see if there's anything there? Yeah. What? Why not? For old time's sake. Yeah. Isn't it wild how people just go missing and are just gone? Like, how is that possible? Oh, you know what? Let's let's touch on this a little bit because this is something that's been fascinating me and it keeps popping up in these episodes where someone goes missing or there's a crime committed and years and years go by and there's a main suspect, a main person of interest, and everyone kind of knows it. And it's just a matter of like, well, they just don't have enough evidence. There's blood in the car and there's not enough blood. And, and this person is on Facebook. And the reason why this came up was because we were interviewing this guy, Jason Futch. He does a great job re- researching and everything. And he said that he friended the main suspect. N- not in Maura Murray's case, in a different case. Not in Maura Murray's case. Sorry. Yeah, this is another thing that he was working on. I was like, wow, you you friended him. And he was like, yeah, he didn't friend me back, though. I'm like, is that wild? I mean, imagine, like, back in the day, like, yeah. we were just talking about JFK. Imagine friending the babushka woman. Uh-huh. You know? Like, isn't it <laughs> The isn't babushka it woman. Oh, my God. You're all dead to me. Isn't it wild you're able to do that? Just go on Facebook and look at pictures of, like, the main suspect? You know, who knows? You can be the person who gets him to say the thing that gets him caught. Like, I think, too, about, like, Sarah Turney, like, and her dad, you know? Like, all these years, like, imagine being the daughter and just knowing... That he did it. I know. The, this day and age is weird how, how social media can completely impact uh, a case. I think that was sort of the point you were trying to make, Lance, and how civilians can just impact those cases as well. Maura Murray's case, it like I think it's safe to say sometimes we try to stay away from impacting the case through social media or any way. Um, a lot of times because there are so many pitfalls. You know, we covered this one. Oh, Mags, it was Maggie. It was your suggestion. We covered this documentary um, called Relentless uh, from Discovery <laughs> That Plus. everyone hated so oh, much. Oh, God, it was so bad. But, like, this filmmaker became obsessed with the, the case of this missing woman. And at one point, she got a tip that she was, like, buried somewhere in the woods. And this fucking filmmaker goes to dig it up herself, know. you know? And it's just like, God, if you had actually found anything, it it wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like that, like you can ruin the case by doing shit like that. Don't do that, America. Yeah. Yeah, when we did that, we made sure we had law enforcement when we were doing the ground penetrating radar. It's not like an ego thing, but it's like a your drive to solve a mystery. Your drive to solve yeah. this is so powerful that you don't identify the fact that this is still an open case and one touch of that and you've suddenly compromised the entire thing well and that's the thing is that like i think some people get so inside it that they lose sight of the fact that like that law enforcement is even like they need to solve it for them you know what i mean it's not about like solving the, it's about like them knowing the answer and you like you can lose yourself in these cases it's it's crazy yeah. We get a lot of our missing person cases from private investigations for the missing our nonprofit. And we work with law enforcement, former law enforcement and current Lou Barry, who we talk about a lot, is a former police chief. There was a certain episode that he didn't want us to air right away because there was some movement on it. There was some development in it. And he put everything into perspective for me when I was like, I just can't think of what would be in that episode that would harm anything. He was like, so what's in that episode that wouldn't harm it? And I'm like, well, I just don't know. And he's like, that's my point. You don't know anything about this. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> did you did you hold the episode? Oh hell yeah! 
Absolutely. Yeah. Did you uh, end up airing it eventually? It's coming up because uh, there was like a clear on it. I, by the way, I took a screenshot when you were away from your microphone, Patrick, and uh-huh. I was going to put it up because I thought my face would like line up with your microphone. Oh my but God. it's gigantic. I was wondering, wait, so wait, is that, am I, that's, I was wondering if that was my background. <laughs> I was like, Lance, why does your background look exactly like my background? <laughs> That is so funny. How do you guys, you guys are so crazy with the way you do all this. I have no idea how to even make a background. So we spend a lot of time on zoom. <laughs> is that micro? Oh, that microphone is my microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I took God, a screenshot so funny. when you left. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. And a thank you to our sponsors. Back to the program. You know, it's really old to me now. What? I'm sorry if I'm going to offend anybody if they watch this and they're oh, a fan of this. The, the hot dog eating contest. This, <laughs> I think it is such a... I honestly get offended by it every year. I'm like, we have people going hungry all over the yeah. world. Yeah. And we've got these fucking idiots like shoving hot dogs down there. Like, like, and they're not even eating them. Apparently, like they get them wet and then they just literally shove them down their throats. Just slides down their throat. Yes. You know, it's not as easy as it sounds, Lance. Wow. <laughs> well, we'll find out. <laughs> Will you now? Dealy Square. <laughs> How did Patrick and Lance get arrested? Well, there was fellatio. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> like, well, it's a long story. Actually, it's not a long story at all. Someone nope. was dressed I in a babushka. I Steve's reaction to this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't wait till you come out on stage and are you gonna do that? In the I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get a trench oh. coat and a babush. I'm totally doing it. And like the <laughs> binoculars or whatever. Like I feel like she had binoculars. We just had Maggie on the show recently and uh she shared the uh the moment that she found out that she won the uh the Pulitzer Prize. Oh yeah, and, she was like uh, wasted at eleven AM in like <laughs> Providence or something. Okay, first of all I was in Nashville, very different. <laughs> And it was not 11 (laughs) a.m. It was 11.14. Thank you very much. Wait, Mags, do you get like a certificate? No. So I think we get a physical like award, but we're still trying to figure that out. There is an award ceremony at the end of the month. Where? That's a great question. No one really knows. She totally knows. No, I really don't don't know. She doesn't want us to crash it. I'm looking at my calendar. I'm like, I don't even know, see where it is in my calendar, honestly. You're looking at your calendar to see where your award ceremony is for your Pulitzer. Oh, here we go. Saturday. How, the how, how awesome is that? Saturday the 16th. Is it here Saturday in the 16th. I don't know. Let me check. Well, live, everybody. Everyone's <laughs> learning this live. <laughs> when and where is Maggie going to get her uh-huh, Pulitzer? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They, it's been very vague, so I'll let you guys know. If it's in New York, Patrick, I'll definitely let you know. We just won a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, congrats, boys. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's so amazing. It was for the podcast. They just said. In podcasting. You know yep. Yeah. Peaceful podcasts. Good job, yep. everyone. It's on my email signature now, right next to retired U.S. Marshal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you think we could get art to some of the shows? That's an art question. I'd love to have art at the shows. But All right. Where did, oh, he lives in Massachusetts? 
Yes, but or Virginia, it depends on where he is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, some special guests. That went over really well when Art came out. I oh honestly gosh. thought, you guys, I thought we were going to have to like exp- remind the audience who he was. Art, when we said his name, it blew the roof off the fucking place. It did. It really did. Yeah, it played the clip uh, or the, the short highlight from the show about oh who God. Art is. You know, that's really great. Oh, yeah. It shows his yeah. career. Yeah. <laughs> and then he comes out. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Although it's like him like hugging George Bush and I'm like barf. <laughs> I'll forgive you art. It was a different different time and place. Remember when George Bush became like the kooky old grandpa cuz he was like friends with Michelle Obama all of a sudden oh and like God. in comparison he was like a like a like a like a quaint sweet old man. The movie Vice is actually really fucking good to like get a kind of biopic behind the scenes of what happened during his administration. It's really good. Oh, really? Oliver Stone made one too, didn't he? Like W or whatever. Oliver Stone's a weirdo now. Well, speaking of like JFK, oh yeah, he is a real weirdo now, right? Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I don't even know where you can find it now. The conversations with Putin. Did you watch that where he's right, had like ex- right, access right, right. to Putin? Yes, that's very, right. very odd. Yeah. Oh my God, that's, that's right. Weird. I, I was hoping we wouldn't talk about Putin during this. <laughs> well, you never know. It's all on limits. You never know what you're going to get. Did you guys see the the Deep End documentary yet? No, somebody was just asking me about this the other day. A documentary? The it's Deep called The End? Deep End? No, what is it? It's really good. It's kind of hard to explain. It's on Hulu. It's about uh, this lady, Teal Swan, and it's kind of uh-huh. like about a cult. Yes, she's like a spiritual guru or whatnot, or slash cult leader. So funny. I talk to Rebecca about this all the time, but cults just don't do it for me at all. Don't care at all. The access was incredible. I mean, I'll watch it, but I, I get really bored with cult stuff within like 10 minutes. You know what we just covered? Um, I don't think it's come out yet, but it, it was. I didn't think I was going to be into it at all, but I loved it. Was the Crypto King one on Netflix? Oh right, how was that? It was amazing because it's like this guy who this Canadian guy, like young guy who like created a company like a Bitcoin exchange essentially, and then like mysteriously died in India. And it's like, is he really dead or did he fake his own death? And that's really what the movie is about, and it's fucking fascinating. Ooh, Crypto King. Okay. He's the one where everybody, it was like billions of dollars. At its peak, like he, his company was worth like in the billions. And then they, they, they like, then suddenly like $638 million or something went missing and then he died. Is he still out there? It's, it's, it's really, it's one of those documentaries that like takes you this way and you're sure this is the thing that happened. And then it takes you this way and you're sure that's what happened. And then like, it gives you a good resolution of what probably happened in the end. And it's really good. Ooh, I'm going to watch that today since I'm just chilling. Just chilling. Patrick, does Steve watch all these documentaries with you? Nope. He used to listen to all the episodes. He doesn't even do that anymore. He's just basically like runs the company, you know, does like all, all that stuff. But he, Steve's never had a real big interest in true crime. You know, it's like not his thing. So even if like we have downtime and it's like a weekend and we have nothing to do and I'm like, oh, let's like watch this thing for, cause I have to watch it next week anyway. He is not into it. Is it because it's work for you? And he's like, I thought you weren't going to work or is, no. is it because he's just the subject? It's just, he's bored. It just, it doesn't interest him like in any way. I'm 
sure that that has its benefits. You know, that yeah. way it's sort of like a check for you. You know, pull me out of it a little bit and let's go do something. We just like, I don't know why, but we are just like not TV people. We don't really watch anything ever. If we do like right now, we're doing like a rewatch of Modern Family. Like we'll like watch something we've already watched. We just don't like having Daisy being the age that she is, you know, and it's like we're we're not home a lot. And I watch TV for a living, essentially. So like we don't really like watch things together. What are you guys watching right now? I was going to ask. I need like some good, good movies, documentaries. Oh, God, there's so many. The Deep End, Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of this one? It's called The Deep End. It, it's not like a typical, your typical cult documentary, I don't think. The uh, Because of the access. And, and the lady does not think it's a cult. They actually hire a private investigator to try to find out if it is a cult. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, which is kind of a fascinating element. Uh-huh. Like they hired. Pretty sure you can tell it's a cult when it's a cult. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you got to see your findings, the private investigator. <laughs> it really is a pretty good documentary. Um, is it yeah, like multi-episodes? Only four episodes. Okay. Yeah, it's only four. and it's, It flies by. There's not much time wasted. We just covered on Patreon uh, Wild Crime. Did you guys see that one? No. I haven't no. seen it yet. It's really good. It's four episodes. It's about a guy named Gerald Henthorn who had two wives 18 years apart, and they both died like mysteriously, and he was the only one there but he like didn't witness either one and both times he got like big insurance pants you might remember the case of the second one he was the guy who like went hiking with his wife yeah i was and gonna she say fell off the, a cliff. i loved this documentary it was good yeah but it was yeah. like did he push her he definitely pushed her so like it's yeah <laughs> it's really really good four episodes really good i've been hung up on this um British horror story the jimmy sable story have you heard of this jimmy sable yeah. the British horror story what remind me Oh, good God. He was like a uh, television personality, a radio personality, larger than life. He raised a ton of money for charity. But at the same time, he was the most prolific child molester in Britain's history. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He like worked at a school, right? No, he volunteered at a uh, mental institution where he would take the uh, patients, the disturbed young boys and girls, and he would take them in his car and molest them. Yes, I remember that. No one did anything about it. And he was like an advisor to um, Prince Charles and and Princess Diana. It was bonkers. And it's just one. It's one movie. It's not a series. And what's it called? Jimmy Sable, A British Horror Story. It's made me rethink eating bananas, by the way, because there's this there's this scene where he's being interviewed. And it's the only interviewer who really like held his feet to the fire and claimed to have all of these uh, women. And they looked into him. They're like, we never found a single woman who said that she's had a relationship with you. And he's eating a banana while the um, interview's going on. And it, you can see it in his mouth. And it's <gasps> absolutely repulsive. Ew! I feel like he's using it as like a device to like distract because he just like pulls out this banana and starts eating. I'm like, I used to love bananas and Jimmy Sable ruined them for me. Oh my God, that is so gross. Yeah, he's a gross human being. They took his uh, headstone down. They went there in the middle of the night. The the wow. um, owners of the cemetery went there in the middle of the wow. night and took his headstone down. All of the news started coming out, and they're like, they're going to rip this thing apart. I don't want to give away too much, but it's absolutely bonkers. Oh, my God. That is horrible. Yeah, that's gross. This has been fun, you guys. I can't um, wait to go on tour with you guys. Yeah, oh, my is, God, yeah. This is going to be incredible. Yeah, go to truecrimeobsessed.com, and you can get your tickets. It's going to be a blast. Orlando, Atlanta, St. Paul, Dallas, and Houston all in the month of August. But we're really pushing Atlanta now, right? Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta, what is going on? You've been asking us to come there for forever, and now, like, you're not showing up. Yeah, so what get is up there. Atlanta? I don't know. I blame Payne Lindsay. 
<laughs> oh, well, I love you guys. I can't wait to see you in person. Love you, too. Oh, love you guys, too. It's going to happen soon. Cannot wait. Thanks for joining us here. Of course. 